Okay, whenever we are ready. <clears throat> okay, so today we're going to talk about company culture and some of the things, a few things you can do to help to improve your company culture very, very rapidly. Yeah, this is one of and, our, our pet topics uh, actually. Yeah, really love it because it's part of employer branding. A lot of companies come and talk about you know the fight for talent, the role for talent, and it isn't just about HR or hiring. Um, a large part of it has to do with how what other people, what your employees say, right? It's starting to get right. very important because of Glassdoor.com and you know anonymous job review sites. People will talk about your company and will talk about your brand. From an employee point of view. But I think also beyond the employer branding is also about good and effective communication within the, the organization. And it's how you sort of work together, right? To yeah. make your business even better. Make right. your make your business even more agile, faster. So we wanted yeah. SME uh, owners especially. Yeah, we also wanted to talk about this topic because Everyone asks us this question. Oh, well, to make my team better, how this, how that. But actually, the, so the, the make, answer... Uh, energy, uh, help them communicate ah. better. Faster, right. Right? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing you have to be able to do is to have to be able to get them to talk about things outside of the workplace. Yeah. Get people to know each other on a deeper level rather than just the, his name is John he has a beard and he likes Star Wars like that is not good enough correct but the thing right. is that because we are so because we are so pragmatic here right sometimes uh, they actually if someone goes out and, and hey Kenneth what do you like uh? and then you probably look at him hey Xiao is it nothing to do uh? Uh, asking all these questions for what you know because we are so we have been trained to be so closed up. And then when someone actually tries to come up to us and be nice, you straight away start thinking that person is being a bit of a, what's he up to? Huh? Why yeah. is he asking all these questions? Is it he's trying yeah. to find out some way to bring me down and next company promotion, blah, blah, blah. So this... Company uh, office politics, yeah. good communication does help to reduce or eliminate office politics. But there's also this thing also that they that people also have to overcome their fear. Because for me, I always look at it in, in, in these two ways. Number one is the the first one is the fear to approach uh, your colleague and just to be nice. Because why? You're scared that the person might might think badly of you or the person might think and then spread to others, hey, be careful of that 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 John, huh? Big John, better be careful. Come come here, ask a lot of funny questions, better be careful. So people are scared of this. Then the other thing that they are scared about, right, is that when they actually am on, on when they're on the receiving point of these things, right, then then the, this fear is 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 reversed. And then they start thinking, what's he trying to do to me? Uh, yeah. So one is scared to approach, the other one is scared to receive. Then in the end, then die la, like that. No communication and at all. Interesting you use the word scared because it means that it's a fear-led it's fear. environment. It's fear. Right? I'm afraid to be sabotaged. You are afraid yeah. to be sabotaged. Yeah. And therefore, we assume that everyone is trying to sabotage. Correct. Because the thing is, right, the, the, you know, in any office setting, small or big, MNC or SME, assholes exist. That is the one thing. 
There will be people out there, yes, obviously. But you cannot assume that everyone is like this. And for, and the, the thing is, right, before we really go into this topic, right, is that if, if at any time your staff have this kind of mentality, yeah, I always pin the blame who? On the organization's leader because of the fact that you created uh, uh, an atmosphere. Yeah, you created this atmosphere and then you see them killing each other and then after that you blame and say that your team have no synergy when you are the damn problem in the first place. Too many companies I've seen with this kind of behavior. I mean, even in past experiences, I mean, I get so heated up when talking about it because I, I encountered before in the workplace, I was part of this workplace where, where the, the boss always complained, hey, my team not together enough, this, that, but that boss, right, always enjoyed creating conflict and watching conflict. So it's on you. Really, really on you. It's, you cannot blame others because if you see someone's being political, open your damn eyes, right? Open your damn eyes and see what's happening. Yeah, because you are leadership, right? Correct. If you see people being political, you see people doing things to each other, you need to step in, you need to talk to them. Yep. Right? Um, it's a, actually, there's a really relevant soccer story, right? Yep. I mean, when a rock star or a fo football star is too big for the team, yeah, he's um, right? And it destroys the team synergy. You have right. to decide whether you want to let them go or not. And a lot of times, the successful ones, it is not the superstar that makes the that makes the difference in the team. It's the whole team yeah. that championships. So they have to get rid of superstars Correct. sometimes. And I also yeah. told, I mean, in the context of my team, I've always told them, I said, whenever I interview a new person, I tell them, the moment I smell politics, right, I'll get rid of you. Very yeah. fast. I felt I'll, I tell them this. I smell politics. I'll get rid of you so fast you won't even realize it. Don't try and yep. carry my nuts. They are too heavy for you. You know? <laughs> the, the work is the key. Yes. There are enough enemies outside the gate. Correct. You don't need to kill each other inside. You have you to be fighting to... together. Not, I, I, you know, maybe someone who said it, Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. But I don't yeah. think this is what they yeah. mean. Ah. Yeah. It's true, it's true. So back so to our way, topic. Right. So the first way that I think both of us experience is the, the weekly... We call yeah, it what the we weekly. call a circle, yeah. Right. We've been part of it and we've... Kenneth and I also have implemented this for, for others as well. We yeah. have reaped the rewards of it. Yeah. And um, what happens... Let, let's, let's, let's explain to people what, what this circle actually consists, consists of. So, okay, so this circle, basically, uh, we do it on Fridays. You can choose any day to do it, but we try to do it on Fridays when, you know, and wind down the week that way. At the end of the day, on mm. Friday, at about five, right, we all gather around in a circle and we start from the person who is the newest and the person who is the newest is holding a, a conch and any item you want and only the person holding that conch speaks right and they we only ask them to do one thing which is to tell us one thing just one thing that happened in your week you can say a little bit more you can say a little bit less it's up to you 
But the whole idea was to get people used to talking about their experiences yeah. and their opinions and their feelings yes. about one thing that happened in the week. And it can be a professional thing, it can be a personal thing. So the, the important thing to remember about doing this circle with your respective teams is that, look, on Monday, you're doing your usual business-related stuff. But on Friday, Friday is the time at the end of the day or whichever day that you choose to do, is that this one other day is for you to really be open and to share with each other. If it's a challenge at work, then share about the challenge at work. If it's a challenge in your personal life, you know, like, oh, it was a tough week for me. My, my daughter was sick and I found it a real struggle. And this is where you start understanding and getting to know your colleagues better. Because, I mean, raise up your hands. How many of you out there actually know the names of your, 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 your colleagues' spouses or their, how many kids they have? Or worse still, after being, after being colleagues with the person for five years, and you'd be like, wow, you have two kids already. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. So it's to yeah. really get you to be, to be open uh, with each other. And I, I, you know, I don't know if you had this experience in circle, but for me, I had a moment when I, I was under a lot of stress uh, and I was trying to get, I was trying to get like a, a, a farmer, I was trying to get like a market set up and market for a client done. And for some reason, had a hard time getting people to join the market. Hmm. So I actually shared uh, that negative experience that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm stuck. I feel very stuck. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get it done. Uh, no one is responding, very few respondents. And then this really, you know, after the circle, hmm. three of my colleagues reached out to me themselves and actually said, hey, this, I will go and ask for you. Hey, I'll go and get, I'll go and help you do, I'll go and talk to this person. Yeah. And you know, over the weekend, because it was Friday, over the weekend, it all fell into place because right. I had the help from my colleagues. And that is and precisely you overcoming that first fear of even sharing. Because in our setting, right, most people are too scared to share. Why? Showing weakness. Yes. If I share this, wow, then they have, they have um, ammunition against me. I will lose my job. That is... Then, worse still, if you cock up in your job, then you lose your job also. You lose your job. Tell me about it. <laughs> and so, this really sort of took home the point for me at least and for some of the other people in the team that if you are just, you're about, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay yeah. to share it's your okay. problems. Yeah. And in, in that way, it helps the team to rally and really solve problems together. Yeah. That's very powerful. Because the biggest thing about problem solving is first to know what the damn problem is. Right? Correct. If you don't open your mouth too scared, no one's going to know anything and you don't receive the help. Then for you, your boss will be wondering, wow, what loud, no synergy. And then you as an individual, wow, my colleague's not helping me. But you don't open, he don't listen, nobody say anything, cock up in the end still. So it, it all has Everyone to start from, from somewhere. So the, 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 the circle is actually a, a perfect way, right? That, that gives the entire, whether it's a department or organization, depending how big you are, not expecting all 1,000 people to sit together in a circle, but, right, right. you know, the, is to get people together and really be, be open to, to one another, a, a, a setting, because we are so pragmatic by nature that we have so many unnecessary fears and, you know, all that, 
whether it's Singaporean or Asian BS at times, this where we get let it get the better of us. We right. a setting has to be given and and very very clear definition. Because if you are going to just say okay, let's sit down and share. Most of the time, everyone's just going to share something stupid and generic about work. Oh, good law. This thing, no. Uh, we had a cake this week. It was great. You know that kind of like doesn't add any value to the yeah uh, to the entire situation, right? It's dumb. And in that setting, leadership is important. So what I realized was that um, because the leadership set the example mm. of sharing deeply, a little bit more about their their life issues and a little bit more about what they experience. Um, people started to follow. So while I didn't do a, a, you know, deep sharing the first two weeks, after I got the hang of it and after I realized that, hey, people are sharing like things that are not commonly shared, yeah. you know, to call it, right? I found the guts to open up. Right. So in a way, sort of really building a, a, a bond be among everyone and helping everyone to open up, be transparent. Right. Yeah. And and actually this from this circle, right, it takes us to the next point of this whole thing that we we you know uh, this employer branding and it's like I say it's beyond that, but it's really about effective and proper communication, clear communication. You know, it's not about Standing there together and singing fucking kumbaya to each other, right? No, not at all. Yeah, this circle actually opens up the your 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 company, your organization for for this for this other process that we we like to call heaven, not heaven, okay? Fire, fire <laughs> and paradise. Why oh. we call it fire and paradise? Very, I tell you, it's literally this is the big one. John. Yeah, this is a big one. So let me let me just let me just get the ball let me get the fire burning by explaining. So this again is done in a setting very similar to a circle, right? It starts with the most junior person. Okay, just imagine five six people in a circle. Okay, could be the CEO to the most junior admin exec. So it starts with the youngest person in the to join the company, right? And it goes around in a circle based on the. So it's a. Um, Escalating in terms of the uh, yeah, most junior to the most senior. Okay. Mm. So what happens is that the, the most junior member starts talking about his senior, senior one, senior two, senior three, and then CEO. So what I mean by talking, right, is not during this process of fire first, it's not just saying stupid things or whatever, but the very, very important thing to know here is that in this process of fire, you are there actually almost to the point of criticizing the person. But the very, very important and clear thing to remember in this process is that you are doing it because you have a genuine care and concern to want to see the person do better. Because if you are fucking opening your mouth just to screw the fellow over and say, you suck ass, then that completely destroys the whole purpose. You have to come from a place for fire, you must come from a place of love and wanting the person to improve. Exactly. So why caught fire? Because the person receiving, right? Because how does it feel? When you are delivering the criticism, you're feeling hot, the emotions are there. So you're literally feeling on fire. And of course, for the person to be receiving the, the criticism is even worse. You know? Yes. So that's why the circle in the beginning, right? 
builds up the relationship to lead to this point. Because if you come into a, a moment like that, which is so important but so strong, if you don't have that relationship built with your with your colleagues, uh, the whole thing is just gonna go tits up and then it's gonna blow up. up. Yeah. It's all fucked yeah. up for that. Yes. So you and add then, on, yeah. And then after fire comes paradise. But for example, oh, wait, we go back to the fire a little bit. Uh, fire, okay. Just in case people, people cannot get it straight about what they're supposed to say. So, basically, right, it's not even about being indirect. Okay, I'm not telling you to say, instead of saying, hey, Big John, you're a fat ass. I'm not telling you to say, Big John, because of your health, uh, I think it's better if you lose weight. It's not even this. But, it's even bringing up Stuff because okay, so this whole process how it leads to is that each person is also given some time to reflect about right. the next person. The reflection is very important because if you sit there and you start mouthing off, right, you're gonna say a lot of BS. Right? So in this process, also a lot of mature minds, a lot of clear minds are also very important. Hence the need to write down and and have that clarity of mind. Because right. Again, like what Candace was mentioning about the, the love and all that, you, you really have to come from a place that, hey, look, if, if I say this thing about this person, I'm really doing it so that he can improve. Like, hey, remember that time there was this one particular task? I felt that if you had uh, opened yourself up for, for, for help or to receive help from others, that, that task might have been uh, done better, not only for you, but the whole organization. So you bring this... Only for not only the point of the individual, but also the, the, the standing of the whole organization as well. All correct? Right. Yeah. Right. So I've actually received this feedback before during yep. the fire phase of the whole session. Yeah. Someone has had once told me, and it was very important for me to hear it. Yeah. That oh, you uh kind of you like to jump in very quickly, but you jump in to do hmm. many things very quickly. Yeah. And that really, even though it felt like wow, a bit harsh, right? Because I'm actually trying to help everyone. Yeah. I'm trying to help. But um, it taught me to think clearly about whether I can get it done on time, on target right. or not. Right. So I ended up, you know, the next year, I ended up becoming a lot more efficient, a lot more careful. Yeah. It was only because this person gave me that feedback. Right. From, from you know, the one that I received before was, uh, John, uh, you get a lot of things done very well, but you don't listen to anyone. It's your way. You know, and, mm. and it made me, really was, it left me to examine my own conscience at that moment. Like, wow, is that the kind of leader I am? I'm just giving orders and yeah. I don't listen. So that made me be a much more conscientious leader as well because I, I, I realized that I had to listen a, a lot more to my, to my colleagues, you know, and not just say that, hey, my way my way or the highway, man, follow me or piss off, you know? So yeah. that, that's, that, that's why at every level, right? Because sometimes, you know, when, when we are leaders of organizations, it gets, you know, you're up there, right? The air is thin, right? You, you, you don't have enough oxygen, you get high and then, you know, you're, it's very, you, you lose that connection with, with, with people. Who, and then no one wants to tell you. No yeah, one and no one wants to tell you. Yeah. And then you're there always wondering, that, uh, thinking that you're doing the right thing when, when every single person, don't forget, no, and we mentioned this before, so every single person that you hire was for a reason, was not just there to make up the numbers. You know, and so if you don't want to listen to these people, 
then why are you paying them for? Might as well cut down the headcount, right? Basically, the but, way that you can make the best of the 70, 80, 50, 60k that you are paying the person. Yeah. Make the best. So now after the fire, after everyone is set on fire, wow, you know, the anger is there. Like, oh my God, people think of you like that. Nat this is natural, completely natural. I mean, you are not, you, you have to be, yeah, you, you got to be maybe like the, the Dalai Lama or whoever, if you, if you can still remain so Zen. Even for me also at this point, it's still like, what? Really? You think of so it's, it's very hard to say. It's not easy. And especially, I tell you, as uh, the higher you are in terms of your, your organization standing, the harder it is to, to accept. Mm, correct. Because your first time... It is 10 people at one go. Uh, yeah. Right? Open. 10 people, everyone. Yes. Going, telling you something. And then you tell 10 people. So you also feel very uncomfortable. Right? Correct. Because you're not giving feedback that way, right? We are yep. all not giving. But it's so but important. After, yeah. But comes the, the, you know, the positive side. Uh, the, yeah. the paradise. So it is about talking about what that person does exceptionally well, why they are important, yeah. and this really, you know, changes the. And it could be a touching uh, moment. Correct, touching moment. You yeah. feel and oh, you're appreciated. You know, like for for me, the one of the the, the few that I received, that I I didn't even realize that I I did such things. But sometimes, you know, as as much as ego uh, blinds us, at the same time. Uh, you know, the, the humility also, right, blinds us from seeing what we have done well uh, for people. And sometimes to hear this and be like, oh, really? That, you know, so the, the, the thing about all these small little acts, and again, this is, this is going to be talked about in uh, future episodes also about how you really can build uh, uh, unity in organizations and all that. But like for me, this person pointed out like, hey, uh, hey, John, I really appreciate you, you know, reaching, reaching out, even though that we know that you're so, so busy, but even in the smallest moments, you reach out to say hi or ask to, to really to show properly, you know, a, a true, genuine care about how our day went or how's our life, how's our family. I said, oh, really? For me, it came as second nature, so I never thought of it. But you never yeah. know, right, that in a moment like this, a setting like this, it really, it, it, it shows you how much you've made an impact in the lives of others. Mm -hmm. That's what the paradise. I think, for me, paradise really helped me as a young person, right? And this is helpful for young stuff to crystallize what they are there in the first, what they are good at, what they are really good at. So for me, I received this really touching piece of feedback, which is like they will say, you are the glue. Yeah. So you find a way to hold people together and connect everyone together. Then I realized and I was, what, only 25? Then mm. I realized, oh, so that's what I can do well. And I actually took it upon myself after that to continue to do it in different ways for, for different roles for different people. Yep. And it really, really helped my career after that. That's so for, yeah, for young staff, this could help them define the next 10 years of their career. So... Um, this process is really, really important. Because also, don't forget that the, I mean, the future of leadership is also empathy. Mm. It's a very strong part. And, and having regular sessions like this, 
with your with your team with your staff is really really going to help towards really cementing the togetherness of the company this is in in moments like this right is where you really see teams come together stay together fight together and that's that's what you want you don't want bickering and politics that most people are I don't know why we have this culture here and it gets me so fucking mad you know here that people thrive on this this atmosphere of of hate of of politics fear. and fear it's yeah. like I have to it, you know today is the 4th of May it's like it's like going leading all these leads to the dark side yes all these uh, leads to the dark side you know <laughs> and the crazy part is that we don't need to do that because yeah. you know it's I mean imagine imagine walking to workplace you you sit down on your computer you 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 are having a difficult time someone comes up but you know that someone comes up to you and goes hey you need help or not mm. and then you know that that person has got your back in right. those moments you know the feeling of safety of security of having each other's back is there yeah. right and that is the kind of workplace that every person uh, honestly wants to be part of. Yep. That really creates an atmosphere where the group is figuring out how what is best for the group. Correct. So the moment is also good, it's like an automatic defense system because the moment a bad actor shows up and is hired, it gets through the defense system of the hiring. Right. Okay. The group automatically by their behavior will expose the bad actor because once you don't behave for the group once you don't work with the group for the group it's very clear right it's an automatic defense system so it's yeah. really good because total, total misalignment with the culture and this person will be Correct. exposed very very quickly and, and that's what you want yeah. yeah that's what you want and then you can immediately you know ask them to leave or work with them to structure the role for them because I think no no one ego or no talent is so big that you can sacrifice your whole team for. That's what that's what I have to say. Yes. You know? you, if you have to get rid of your David Beckham, you have to get rid of David Beckham. That's that's just how the cookie comes. And and you know it's really interesting because um all the people that have then left, right? Look, even though it's a wonderful workplace after Four years, five years, whatever. Yeah. People will leave, go on to other roles, go on to other things. Even then, those relationships that are built come back and can still be, you, you can literally pick up where you left off. Right. We, we do that. We still text each other. We still call each other. And whenever we need help, we still ask each other. And that's really magical. Yeah. And this is, this is where we, we really go beyond the, the BS of, Hey, let's have a drink together. But you no, know, maybe some people open up with alcohol, but that can still be quite quite superficial, you know, because right. in that kind of a setting, that kind of a moment, the tendon, the tendency to want to go into your cliques. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, that's yeah. why again, down to Singapore pragmatism, right? And lack of openness, a structured environment is always important. Don't leave it to family day or let's go for Friday after work drinks to try and build this this unity. Yeah. Never, never work. And most of the time, what do you think? 
Walawe, waste of time, right? After work on a Friday, still want to ask me to go happy hour. What the hell? I'd rather be home. Most of you will think that. Don't give me a BS and say, I love hanging out with my colleagues after work. No one of you. Will. I want to go out with my own friends, right? <laughs> you go and drink your own friends. Right? Yeah. I want to do with the people that you work with. I right? see you already enough, right? So, yeah. Because yeah. so, there's no foundation. Exactly. When if, when if you are if you are very good work buddies and you spend a lot of time together and you actually have that that relationship, if you Friday evening you go out for drinks, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's yeah. if you have that. That's if you have that. I mean, again, this yeah. point of of unity. And I think the the next the next episode, whether it's going to be the immediate next one or one of the episodes, we will talk about really how are we going to build unity. Oh, and this is the big one. This is the big one. And most of you might think, I'm selling snake oil. Are you, uh, it's not all bullshit. This one is only Asia impossible. But I'm telling you that there are workplaces here, right? Yeah. That who have made it a reality. Have made it a reality. And there are work, and I know for a fact that there are workplaces here where the people go through hell for each other and they're okay with it. Yeah. They, so, they want to care for the other person. So this is going to be a real part of the, the next couple of things. I mean, for, for me and Kenneth, it's always important to not only draw on our extensive experience, you know, but, but really to, to share the stories of, of what has worked, whether it's, 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 it's within our shores or good examples that we can take on from other places. But we have always wanted to make it work in a Singapore, in an Asian context. So no one can say, Hola. This one only the Westerners can do. And and we've done it before. We've yeah. done before. You know, in in a completely Singaporean environment, in completely exactly. Singaporean context. And while it gets it might take a little bit more time, right? It, it might take a bit more time because people are guarded here. Yeah. But the moment you break down those barriers and you at the end of the day, as a leader, you have to decide this is what I want for the company. Right. And you have to do it properly, and then you'll get the results. Unless you yeah. a lot of hard work, right? Because doing the circle requires that you set aside time, you have to be committed to it. Doing the fire and paradise, you have to set aside time and you gotta be emotionally ready to take right. them, right? So all this are you ready to do it or not? That yeah. is the real it, I think. Through this, through this process, right, it's a, it's, it's a chance that you, you really look past each other on a superficial level and really, really go much deeper and into understanding why. Because most of the time, we're always wondering, why this person behave like this? Why like that? But in the process of whether it's the circle, whether it's the, the, the fire and paradise, you are looking really into the soul of the person. And then from there, right, you'll be really able to understand why each person is reacting in a very, very particular way. That's the yeah. only way. You've got to be open so that understanding can be sought by, by everyone. You know, it's not, it's not just about, you know, totally you overcoming your fear means that others have a chance to understand you and with that, means that they are able to work better with you, achieve better results, you know, and, and team harmony. So like what Kenneth said at the beginning of this thing, so that you don't have to go to work 
feeling like you have a bloody target on your back. Yeah. Is to get past all these feelings because you're all there to keep your own jobs, right? It's not the, even about the question of who's going to get retrenched first. It's what can we do together more so that this organization improves and don't even need this very um, conversation about yeah. retrenchments or stuff like that. Everyone, uh, we are doing, we end up doing it so that we can find a way where everyone can be. Yes. That's, that's, the, that's the best way to, to, to put it. And the way that we connect with each other is so much deeper because I think the, the two processes come together to humanize someone yeah. or you. Yes. Right? When you, like you said, you know, just now you said something, you look into the soul of the person, it creates this sense of like, okay, that is a human being. Yeah. That's not I, I like that point about the humanized part because most of the yeah. time we look at our colleagues like they yes. are functions. Yes. Not human, yes. just functions. Or right. oh, that one, that HR person. Uh, that one, accounting. Finance. Ah, ah, yeah. Ah, that, that one marketing, that one sales, that one, yeah. uh, one is the BD. But yeah. then when you actually talk to the person and you know the person, right? It's like, oh, uh, Kevin is a kind of yeah. Kevin loves John cares about the environment. This and, person has a thing for climate change. Yeah. So you know, and you also, know. it's amazing. And also, if you are the kind of asshole who say that, oh yeah, this kind of thing wastes time, then you are also probably the same asshole who plays the politics the most. That's what right. I can say. Yeah, I mean, you I are the one that you are the a-hole who needs to go. Right. Yeah. Correct. Because you know, it's very interesting, right? If you are, let's say, in like agency environment and you know through this connection, right, all this work, all this effort that someone is interested and, and a subject matter expert in climate yeah. change. When you have a client that you are teaching, that person is the first person that you will go to. Because you know. It reduces the amount of time you need to get things done. And when you are bouncing ideas off, you know who's the best person to talk about certain ideas because you know who does what. Right? If Agreed. someone's a mean expert, you will know. If someone loves reading a certain type of comic book, you will know. Right. So it's so much easier for you. Um, and I've we've experienced that in our own workplaces where you go to the subject matter expert because you found out during circle that they are good at certain things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and, some thoughts definitely to have. And if again, as usual, if you guys because now we just moved over into our own proper the branding yeah. beardos channel, right? So um, if you see us, remember to subscribe to us and yeah, smash questions. the like button, smash share it, it, like it. Yeah, and we will see you next week. Yes, and we will talk more about unity. This big utopia. <laughs> but, but like I think like me and Kenneth who have been in environments might not have been in the same company but being in environments where we have made this possible it's you really want to replicate it wherever you go yeah, that's what really, that's what I can tell you and we'll be sharing more experiences about that yeah, yeah. signing so, off signing off <laughs>